Well, it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen in Vegas because, like, you know, like I was saying to you the other day, you know, you're going to Indiana, you're in those kind of places. It's, they're going to be all, but you know, Milwaukee was the same. It's going to be rolled up, isn't it? It's going to be exciting. Yeah. And I was always curious what the atmosphere was going to be like going into Vegas because our experiences of NBA games in the UK, um, I'm not going to say a bad, but the atmosphere is not there. The atmosphere is not there because the crowd you know, aren't educated. Guess, they don't know what I'm going to do. Well, also British, I think we're quite reserved as well in that kind of atmosphere, but. I kind of wondered if that would be the same for the semi-final and the final because you're not going to get the home fans and it's going to be more, um, uh, I guess, the, the, the spectator. It'll be a proper basketball spectator, if you know what I mean, what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but I was really surprised. The atmosphere was bang on point. Um, and yeah, lots of moments where the crowd were really up for it. Um, yeah, there's definitely clearly neutral people rooting for certain people, but yeah. Yeah, neutral neutral ground. That's that's a weird thing, isn't it? In a way, because no one, no one's at home, so you haven't got any home fans. Yeah, I guess but, LA, yeah, the atmosphere was there. It was great. LA is it was really good. One of the closest places uh, to that, actually, LA Phoenix and stuff. They're all probably the closest places to um, Vegas. Well, when we say close, it's not like a football like where we drive 30, 40 minutes up the road. I mean, like that's that's them getting on the plane to get to these places, isn't it? Yeah, it's so maybe five-hour drive or whatever it is. I guess from Vegas to. Um, but you know what? I really liked, um, and New Knicks might do this. I can't remember, but I really liked um, the way in the actual arena they blacked out the crowd. It's really unusual. I love that. Yes. Um, I think I think maybe the. Some of the BBL teams do it. I think Manchester might do it. I think Plymouth might do it um, as well. Yes. But it was really unique that because it was blacked out. And one of the things I really liked, I don't know if you saw it, was when someone shot a free throw or something like that and it went in, this light went up um, like throughout the crowd. Yes. Um, yes like from the, from the court up around. Yeah. Since, um, the light show that they put on i mean it's vegas you kind of I, I suppose in hindsight i expect something like that but it was um oh i loved it i, th- I thought that really knocked that out the park that done uh that with the atmosphere and the court and stuff like that so it was great yeah they definitely did that whole it, the splash effects and and it wasn't tacky but you know i think i, I guess the thing is with vegas we it's easy to forget They've been hosting, you know, title boxing fights and that MMA sort of stuff for decades now. That's, you know, it's not, they're not new to doing a spectacle, but doing yeah, it on and that I can't, scale indoors is probably something slightly different, perhaps. Yeah. And and I, I can't help think it's a very big showcase of, look what happened if we had the Las Vegas poker chips or whatever they'd call them, Las Vegas I don't know if they had an NBA team. I mean, it's a real showcase of this is what it'd be like. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. But that—that's that is the matter of time, isn't it? Yeah. And the other thing that really stands out in this tournament for me, and I mean, it's this this is a nice little segue into the first uh, the semi final. Is I can't help think that. 
rather having a series of like you know best of seven um this one game winner takes all is changing everything because you're getting teams unexpected teams like the pacers advancing all the way to the finals because every game is a game seven rather than a seven game series i love that it's it's it's, that's where like the equivalent in england where you have the fa cup where you get a non-league football team taking on a premiership team because they've advanced that far because anything can happen in one game of basketball or one game of football um so that's what i really like multiple encounters with the team aren't they and they used to encounters at home and away uh, and now it's suddenly this is just one shot and 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 there's loads of examples of seven game series like that where the underdog wins the first game and, and go wow what's just happened but then the team that's usually advances will go oh uh, we, we still got another six games it's fine and that I, this I always completely think of, removes that i always think of the magic in toronto because that was the year toronto won it and the magic got the first game and everyone's like wow where did that come from and then the next four toronto just flattened them and they, it was just oh yeah we're in the playoffs now it was basically just went oh we just changed the gear just changed the gear then the next four games they just Orlando didn't get a look in at all um, yeah, but I mean that's the that's the that's this this one game seven is you know you knock out basketball. It's just it's just making everything a bit more. Um, oh, it's just making it a bit more interesting. It definitely looks from a Vegas perspective like the enthusiasm there is like right, it looks mental, doesn't it? It looks really good. Well, I saw one of the things from Rick Carlisle, and uh, for those who don't know, Rick Carlisle is the head of uh, the Pacers, is the head coach, formerly of the Mavs. Formerly of the Pacers, bizarrely. But he was saying... You say it's got a reference to the maps. Of course it has. But he was, uh, you know, he's been a very, very successful coach. And he said he finds it really exciting because not only is it given the team something to look for, like um, the European players like Yanis and that have said, in Europe, you know, people play for cups during the league. And during the season, like there's more than one thing to play for. Whereas in the NBA, there's not. So it's nice to have something else. But what he was yeah. saying was that it actually is bringing um, elevation in terms of people watching the NBA during the period where it's usually the NBA's quiet period. November, December is usually quite a quiet time for the NBA because football season's about to kick off in America and American football is bigger than the NBA. It just is. It's, it's, it's a, there's more people who support it and more people who follow it and are much more deep-rooted. And I think that excitement has an impact on the atmosphere in Massively. the court game. In the court games, that's what it, it just seems like, anyway. Well, there was there but, were um, there were teams who were trying to after the pandemic. If you recall, they were trying to push the season so that it actually started. I think towards the end of the January, and the and actually just changed the NBA season. And they were like, "This is our opportunity." I think Mark Cuban was one of those people as well. And the reason is because of TV rights. They'd be they'd be able to get more money. And they get more coverage if they move the season from where it is now to just after the basically the Super Bowl. They get way more coverage. So start. Uh, okay. Well, it's it's definitely had an effect, doesn't it? Yeah, it definitely. And has I, I do hope they they keep going with it. Well, they've said it's this is a you know not one shot and try, but um, given given who is going through. And given, I think, the disappointment that teams have had, I 
think this is going to be a fixture, certainly for the next two or three years, and then we'll see where it goes. Yeah, 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 I agree. I agree. Right, well, let's go on. Who are we talking about first? Well, you've just mentioned the first one, so why don't you crack on into that game? Oh, did I? Well, it's, so the Pacers and, and, and the Bucks. So, um, I mean, since the quarterfinals, I've been rooting for the Pacers. Um, and it's just because I saw them play. And, you know, I, I said this on the last podcast. It just, it, they just looked like a hard-working team. Um, you know we saw both and, those teams play. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, but I, it was just, they surprised me when I saw them. I, I wasn't expecting um, just that team unit. They were the, um, they were the team that uh, did the shortest NBA game. That was them. Oh, were they? Oh, that was the, yeah. Oh, that was annoying. That one, yeah. But, um, but you know, for me, Yanis was an absolute monster yeah. last night. Yeah. Um, so I say last night. Is that what it'd be for? Oh, I don't know. Well, this today for us, really, isn't it? It is this for, morning. Yeah. Um, but he was an absolute absolute monster, and he ended up with uh, thirty-seven points and ten rebounds and two assists. But I've got to talk about Damien Lillard because in the third quarter, I mean, they were down. I want to say they were down by like 12 points, maybe more. Um, and Lillard's shooting was absolutely on point. And that's when the box took took the lead. And um, oh, I mean, Damien Lillard is absolutely on fire. And then whatever happened in... Um, in the fourth quarter, just just destroyed um, Milwaukee's chance of winning. So, from what I could see, um, I mean, just looking at some of the I've numbers got, here, I've got the stat for the you. box. Five turnovers. Yep. They had five turnovers in the fourth quarter, which resulted in ten points. Um, they were out rebounds by the Pacers in the fourth quarter massively. Um, that third quarter run that the Bucks went on um, was a forty-three point. Um, run that they had in the third quarter. They reduced to 25 points in, in the fourth. Um, and it just looked like Yanis and Lillard maybe might need a little bit more time to to gel together. I don't know. That was just my interpretation. I mean, there was some great ball movement, but it just looked like they, they might need some more time. But, yeah. I mean, Yanis was one of my favorite players in that game you're just absolutely fantastic but um so they harry burton so yeah harry burton obviously just stealing the show at the moment the pace is there um yeah he did well he he, he did on paper he did on paper so uh, harry burton he had 27.7 rebounds and 15 assists you must look like and a lunatic it like so. that in a car park yeah. i get a lot of weird looks but who cares he deserves it he deserves it but you know one stat that I don't think is talked about? Zero turnovers. Yeah. By Halliburton. So, yeah, and he's good. He's his average is like twenty five points, three rebounds and, and zero turnovers. Something like that, which is I gotta ask you what you think of his shot. Uh, uh, it looks like a kind of a rushed shot, but it's um yeah. He, he... It's it's weird. It's every now and then his footwork is just I, I, it just looks odd. I don't yeah. know what it, what it is, but his right foot just goes really in ahead. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's unique, um, but, but that, I don't but know. I'm not, like, I'm not. Look at Steph. Steph Curry has got a really odd shot. 
he he throws almost like he like he flings the ball up really quickly. It's not a particularly pretty shot, and yet he's arguably the best shooter the NBA's ever seen. So, you know, potentially, yeah. Well, yeah, probably, yeah. Um, but but I, I for me, um, go for it. I mean, the Pacers. You were saying about Halliburton. Just to say on that, he's one of the only players to have done that three games in a row, more than twenty-five points, zero turnovers. Like, I don't think they've had those. That that's like a new thing in history. Because just no yeah, one, I, no I, one I does think, that with turnovers. And we did celebrate yeah, LeBron getting his five thousandth turnover, didn't we, recently? Yeah. Well, it's. I think it's a, a record that might go back to the seventies or something like that. Yeah, it's an old since point. they started counting turnovers. Um, but for me, I mean, yeah, I mean, Halliburton was absolutely huge. But so, so, personally, Turner, for me, yeah, he was just there, all at the right, all at the right times. Um, like for example, there's moments where Halliburton threw up. Um, it, I was just about to say air ball. I don't think it was an air ball. No, I think he he, he missed the shot, and he was there. Turner, bam, in dunk. He was just he just Turner seemed to be there all the right moments and he ended with 26 points and 10 rebounds <laughs> well if I you think, if you I think, think he had paces they had maybe that paces had five players who were on double points um and the bucks only had four and therefore the bucks were, were the main ones it was you know Yanis dame uh, middleton and i think brooke lopez as well but like that was it um, they, it's it's a shame really because I think if you look at it realistically, the the Pacers were playing yesterday like the Bucks should play, and it was it's almost although the Pacers don't have the stars in brackets, that they are the team that the Bucks want to be because they are really effective in putting in um, a team performance. They're, the the Pacers got to that point by you know beating the Celtics and when they beat the Celtics they had seven players in double points seven players and those seven players they only were playing with a team of nine in that Celtics game <laughs> so you can imagine the amount of minutes that people had everyone's getting like between 20 to 35 minutes everyone and everyone's putting in good numbers it's a whole complete team effort then you go forward and you yeah. play the Bucks. It's the same thing again. And they, the paces to the Bucks, coming off the bench, 43 to 13. That's the difference between the two benches. Yeah. It's massive. It was, like, yeah, it, that is you, massive. As soon as the stars come off for the Bucks, it just drops off a cliff. Take those four I could be out. wrong. I could be wrong here, but I think the Bucks mainly had about eight players working. I think. I mean, there was another two guys who came in for like one minute, four minutes, but generally you had eight guys working on the court. Yeah. And, Whereas and the, and the, the Pacers, that... it looked like a bit of a, a wider spread. Everyone, like a lot more people play it. Even the bench players were in double digits and stuff like that. So so that brings us uh, into the other game that was played last night. The Lakers taking on the Pelicans. Now, look, Mark, this was the absolute, you've got to say it as a blowout, right? Yeah. Uh, 133.89. Um, yeah, I mean, and, you know, I, I I don't think I'd ever say this, but he, LeBron James with 30 points, five rebounds and eight assists. Yeah, that was pretty special, wasn't it? 
That was a pretty special performance. Yeah, that was a, a great performance from him. And look, you got to say that he scored 30 points in 22 minutes and 32 seconds. I think that warrants a round played. of applause. We don't give LeBron applause that often. So. Well, he only played six minutes in the third um, and he didn't play in the fourth altogether. And the other stat, which I really like, is the contribution stat when that player is on the court. And for LeBron, he was a plus 36 um, whilst he was oh. in the game. And it was a plus eight whilst he wasn't in the game. Plus 36, jeez. That's, that's how um, that's that's the stat that makes you say how much better your whole team is effectively. That you, yeah, that's, that's a huge contribution. But I mean, look oh. from the rest of the team. Look, Reeves seventeen points, Prince fifteen points, Russell fourteen points, and Davis he had a fairly good contribution with sixteen points, five rebounds, and five assists. <laughs> well, it's nice to see him doing something. I'm 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 still not convinced by him at the moment. He just he, he's not well, he's never been consistent enough, but. You know, they they have he's, one of chips. He's so. doing all right. He did all right last night. They yeah. got through, and in the contrast, you got Trey Murphy the third, fourteen points, three rebounds. Zion Williamson thirteen point two rebounds, um, and that's pretty much the contribution. Um, it's, it's, I know them. it's harsh uh, to say, but I've never heard of Trey Murphy the third, and it's no disrespect to him. But oh, well, he's got an amazing name, Mark. That is a great name. So. But they, it they, is a great name. They had. I was surprised how few rebounds Williamson had. Yeah, he's a big guy, isn't he? Because he's, a, he's he's explosive in and around the basket. So for to have two rebounds a whole game. But how many points um, did he get again? I was a little surprised by that. Thirteen points. It's not. It's, Look, not, it's massive... not for a lack of effort. It no. wasn't for a lack of effort that they lost. Um, you know, the the Lakers just just were absolutely on fire, and um, well, they... you know they outscored them by thirty points, three point range. They um... they dominated on the boards throttled Ingram quite a lot and he was a big scorer when they were playing previously and when they played the Kings I think he was like 30 points or something and and I think Zion was about 10-15 points as well that game so 13 points for him this game's not pretty you know that different maybe I, I just expect him to get a few more points I don't know why but I just expect more from him I guess but Ingram clearly just he wasn't even double digits I don't think on this game well I think Championship quality, ouch! Um, but that, and they exposed yeah. them. The Lakers exposed them, and you know Lakers have not just shown for this cup, but also for the, for the rest of the season. Like, if you want to throttle the Pelicans, just knock out these couple of guys, and then you know keep them at bay, and then you can just run right on them. So that's the, what 44, 46 point game. That's yeah. 40. Wow, Mark, you should be an assistant coach. That's so easy. Listen, if Greg take Pop, out this guy and get Greg Popovich, get him to give me a call. I'll, I'll take over the Spurs. Surely what I could do what number job. should he call you on? Uh, he can call me on 0800. Never mind your own business. It's 07. <laughs> it is 07. That's right. And that's where it ends. 07? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, it's not the 07, old phone number. 8. It's not the old phone 07, number you used to 9. give out to it's people. One of those. I think that was funny. That, that's, that still haunts me. It was funny. It wasn't um, funny. Well, uh, you know, and the other thing I just want to touch on briefly, which I, I, you know, I really respected LeBron for saying was after the, um, uh, sorry, in the press, you know, he brought up the um, the Las Vegas shootings and, you know, he gave his opinion on that and, you know, can only respect someone of 
you know who's idolized and stuff and he's got a platform for people to listen to to you know highlight where he you know he thinks there you know should be changed so that was just one of the things i did notice with uh, like noted on lebron and just you know i just respect yeah. respect him for you know having his view on that but now the lakers are in the final against the Pacers on saturday yeah that's um really really good isn't it really really and you, you, exciting you're gonna jump on the bandwagon yeah I'm stay. I'm just. I've got to stay with them. I backed them to get this far. I've got. I just think LeBron. Yeah, you're wants on the it. Lakers bandwagon, yeah. No, I'm definitely not on the bandwagon. I just they're the ones I think will win. I think LeBron wants it more than anyone else. I think he wants it. He wants. Yeah, it. He I wants mean, his look, name on it. He wants to be the first person in history to pick that up and touch it and have his name on it. And if he wins that, if they win that, he wins the MVP. There's no question. So then he gets. Oh yeah, easily. He, and easily. then he wins an MVP and he wins a, a trophy two things that is a stat that he can't have against Jordan so that's one stat that he'll have above him because he won't get those other two rings so it's it's you know Jordan might come out of retirement again just to say right I'm going for the cup might happen unlikely <laughs> and they've become the oldest player another stat you can get but no look you're looking at the history the Lakers have won 17 NBA championships I mean I know some of them are like with the Minneapolis Lakers and stuff like that. But the Indiana Pacers, Mark, mm. have got zero NBA championships. Yeah. And they've only managed to get to the NBA championship finals on one occasion. And that was in 2000. And in the finals, they lost to the Los Angeles Lakers. So there's a bit of history there. So I think there's a little bit of romanticism if the Pacers do win it. And I know people talk about LeBron's legacy and all of that, but you got to argue LeBron by getting to the final, his legacy is part of this first NBA cup because if the Lakers win it, okay, yeah, he's going to probably get MVP. And, you know, one of the all time greats is going to be established as the first winner of the NBA cup, which will just um, enhance that trophy throughout the years, I think. But if don't win, and the Pacers win this trophy. Well, some of his legacy is being beaten in championship finals. So I still think you have that bit of legacy of LeBron will always be associated with this first ever NBA Cup, no matter what happens now. Yeah. Personally, I've been sticking with the Pacers, so I'm going to stick with the Pacers now. Um, and I'd like, personally, I'd like to see him win it because it then again highlights anyone can win like it's that one game winner takes all kind of thing like round and in any game anything can happen and um you know especially that last game turner for me i thought was exceptional but you know harry burton um it's got to be in contention for that mvp um at the moment if they win so let's you know let's see what happens let the 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 dice of the NBA Cup get rolled, and let's see where they, where where the cards land, yeah. so to speak. It's gonna it's exciting, and regardless of the result, in many respects, it's done its job, isn't it? It's made people excited about what's happening at this point of of the season when you know there's there's people are just warming up to the NBA. I'm like, oh, is it just start? Is it started? Oh, okay, yeah. How many games were we in? Oh, how are they doing? You know, some people are just warming into the the NBA and really don't pick it up until around Christmas and thereafter. Um, you better turn your TV on Saturday. 
because that is when the finals played. Well, Sunday morning for us. Rumour has it that they're playing it a bit later because there's a badminton tournament on first. Well, that is um, a <laughs> can disgrace. You imagine, can you imagine if someone said, oh, we, this is the court we've got and it had badminton lines on it. Can you imagine that? They'd be like, what's this? This is not Maybe they should do a, a retro one with like faded badminton lines. Yeah, so all, make it look like an, yeah, old, an a, old school sort of one. <laughs> anyway. People would love it. They've done all these really bright, fancy ones. I don't know what the final one's actually going to be. I think it's 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 a very it's its own unique thing, one, isn't it? The floor. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't I can't remember what the floor was last no. night. I know the um, was it a purple stripe for the Bucks and the Pacers one. So maybe they bring the two courts together. I can't remember off the top of my head. I can't remember what the courts were. What the courts were. But um, yeah, I think I will be ignoring all. I'll be coming off the matrix. And then Sunday morning, I'll watch the game. Yeah, effectively, l like it is live. I think it's worth you um, like saying that it's it's the hardest thing to do at the moment because even if you unclick uh, the scores on NBA, the apps sometimes they forget that, and then you open it up, and then bang, it's there. Or you go on Instagram. Oh, it's so difficult anything. from you can't... this side of the pond. Yeah, you... so difficult because you just got you literally just got. A, come off everything like facebook you cut come off everything especially with a final like this like you gotta wake up in the morning do not touch your phone do not check messages because you'll get one person message you going do you see lebron we lift that trophy last night or whatever it is or it'll be the bbc you just, gotta just come off everything it'll be the bbc or something saying lakers fall to so and so and you're like what Look, if Why you don't want to know the results, just don't go, don't go looking at for news yeah. or social media. Wake up on Sunday morning, go downstairs, just watch. The, even if it's the highlights, watch yeah. them fresh. That's what I'd say. Just so or the extended highlights. But um, I'll be watching the game Sunday morning. Yeah. So, right, that's it, Mark. Yeah, we're doing another, an update on Sunday. Yeah, we've got another one coming. And um... Let's talk about the Pacers win, yeah? <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll have how a many, look. How many points you going, Pi? Oh, um, I think it'll be a. I think this will be a. A sub ten. A sub ten points. I, I don't think it will be a blowout. I think this will be a, a tightly fought game. Maybe six or seven points. Maybe. I'm going to. I agree, and I'm going to continue with my trend. Actually, no, I'm going to disagree. Just to disagree, I'm going to say Pacers win by ten points. Okay. Then, then, then it's slightly different. Yep. Um, so you're saying Lakers by less than 10? Uh, less than seven. Do it that way. So in that way, you've right. got that ambiguous no man's land in the middle. <laughs> oh, I'm going to change mine and say Pacers by eight or more. Yeah, all right, okay. Wait, <laughs> right. well, I'm signing off from my lunchtime studio. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. That is the end of this part. But do not worry because coming soon is the second part of this episode and it will be available soon.